Hello and welcome to the Fire Fitness Podcast with me, Paul. Um, John is still MIA. He's actually been on two holidays um, since like November, I think. He's literally just come back from the Dominican. He can't spare me half an hour. Outrageous. So today we're going to go over why or how um, I managed to lose three kilos. I think my the most I lost this month or my lowest weight was 3.6 kilos, 3.7 kilos, something like that, down from my original weight. How I managed to do that whilst eating 30 takeaways on the bounce, um, which, let's face it, is just absolutely ridiculous and cost me a fucking shitload of money. Um, it was tough. It was definitely tough. And probably not for the reasons that you think. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, but take away every day. I bet that was mint. It really wasn't. Like, at no point did I actually enjoy it because you almost knew that you had to have a takeaway. The only benefit I had really was the fact that I didn't have to cook my own food. But I'll show you how I did that. Well, I'll tell you how I did that and how how it affected me in negative ways as alongside the obvious weight loss that I had and how hopefully showing you that weight loss isn't just the only factor in that. So like I said at the start, um, I lost about 3.7 kilos um, from highest to lowest point and I lost 3.1, I think it was, between the 2nd of January, which is when I started, to the 1st of February. So 3.1 kilos went from 86.9 to 83.8-ish. And I'll, uh, you'll have some revelations in this because there's some things that um, I probably wasn't as forthcoming with in terms of what I was actually doing and how I was doing it. And hopefully that'll give you some indication of why this was never a good idea in the first place, why you should never try to reenact it and some of the issues that I that cropped up. So first things first, the way I went about this was that I was going to have a takeaway every single day it had to be a, a a meal rather than just something where I went to like Costa and got like a, a cheese sandwich or something. It could be a meal deal. It had to be for me to take away a restaurant. Um, I got some feedback from people saying that Subway salads went to take away. When did I take it away? Yes. If I got a sub, would it be classed? Yes. So therefore it was a takeaway. Um, my favorite takeaway of, of the month was actually the last one. Um, which was an Indian, which I'll let you guys pick. But the way I had to go about it is because I knew that I was going to have a takeaway and I know on average that the um, average takeaway has about between 12 and 1,800 calories in. Some have more, yes. Very few have less. Even a Subway salad is probably about 800. I knew that up to anything up to 1,800. So I knew from my calories that I was eating Bearing in mind, I didn't track anything all month because I don't track. Um, I knew that I had about 1,200 to play with every single day throughout the day if I was going to maintain my weight. So if I dropped below that point, I'd be able to essentially be in a calorie deficit and therefore lose body fat. The way I went about it was I kept protein high, so I made sure my first meal of the day was very protein-based, so it was usually a double scoop protein shake with some crumpets, like crumpets, um, with some cream cheese on top, obviously. Then usually for dinner, I would have a protein yogurt or protein shake, and that is it. 
I very rarely made food for lunch because I knew that calorie wise I was very limited because I did I didn't know until I actually ordered the takeaway what I was actually going to order. And I knew that some things were going to be higher, some things were gonna lower. And the whole thought of eating the takeaway every night made it so, <laughs> made it so hard for me to even fathom eating food because I was like, I barely want to eat the takeaway tonight, let alone food now. So it was almost that I don't fancy actually eating anything ever. Um, so that was that was how I kind of went about it. I pretty much restricted food as much as possible um, and sort of dealt with, with those. Luckily, my work pattern, work schedule um, sort of does attenuate to that quite well because um, in the morning I wake up so early that I'll train in the, train in the morning as well to get it out of the way done dusted and then come back have some protein crack on with work and by the time it actually comes to takeaway i've been busy for so long that i've kind of forgotten to eat anyway um one of the perks of having adhd how it manifests itself in in terms of how i felt i didn't feel as groggy as i actually anticipated i thought i was going to feel i feel i thought i was going to feel worse on a day-to-day basis because of the takeaways than I did. Whereas the main the main things I've, I've struggled with was like sleep and how it affected my sleep because obviously most of the takeaways were on an evening. It meant that my sleep was affected because I had a lot of fucking calories going around my body and my body was digesting it. Plus there was not that much nutrition in some of these. Um, I'm quite lucky with some of the takeaways I've got around me that are actually very good in terms of like putting veg and stuff in like the Chinese that's close to me is actually very good. Um, like not oily or greasy, like actually decent, decent food. But even then, like there are preservatives in it, there are colorings, there are um processed things in there that don't really sit well with ADHD and definitely don't sit 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 with that. Don't sit well when it comes to sleep. And it was more the sleep because I'm so routine based with my sleep. Um, it kept me up longer. It meant that when I woke up, I was just very, very groggy, didn't want to get up. And it meant that my motivation for everything else throughout the day just fucking hit the floor. Like, I don't know if any of my clients who I train one-to-one even noticed, but I was struggling a lot more than I probably was forthcoming in, in saying, just trying to put on a brave face and trying to, um, trying to not show that it was affecting me as much as it did. Um, I think for the first couple of weeks, I was probably unaware of how much it was affecting me, but it definitely did. More so just from the sleep perspective, but the sleep is a big issue for me because it's something that I, I do focus on quite heavily. Then obviously the motivation comes down and then obviously when you look at the amount of fat intake, that's that was probably double on a day-to-day basis than I'm usually used to. So processed foods, oily foods, high fat content, my face just came out and broke out in spots, like I had some big ones. So that was real fun. So obviously when when I wear, I literally wear hats 99% of the time. So when I obviously sweat and exercise and obviously you've got more oil coming out of your skin and pores and things, you do just get a little bit more uh, spots. So I got like where my hats sit, I get quite a few spots around there because of it. And the main the main thing I think I struggled with is just the brain fog. So like I said, 
with ADHD, one of the the major nutritional considerations is sort of processed food, food colorings, and high fat, um, high fat contents, and all three of them the trifecta just made the brain fog ridiculous. Like some days I was just struggling to concentrate, struggling to even think sometimes. And it's still, I mean, it's still there, like what, what, five days into February now when I'm recording this. Um, and there is still the, the, the impact of that. So yes, whilst I did lose three kilos, I don't think I looked better. Um, I felt, felt more lethargic. I felt like I was carrying more body fat, at least more water, more bloated. And I feel in the five days since I am running every day, which is even worse. Um, over the five days since I have lost more weight and I've lost a lot of the water attention, but I'm back to better eating habits. The The main thing I think everybody has asked me is how hungry I was, mainly because the, obviously you're having 1800 calories on average um, in a in one meal. And throughout the day, obviously I wasn't eating that much. And this is where, this is where I think everybody might be surprised to hear that my ADHD medication does suppress my appetite. So whilst, yes, I did lose three kilos, I looked worse. I also had something to stop me wanting to eat um, with the medication. I had something that one stopped me wanting to eat in terms of just not wanting to have a takeaway every day. So I just didn't eat. And you also have to realize that my eating habits before that are actually pretty solid. I trained most days. I didn't do any more than I normally did. Still managed to play rugby once. Uh, I'm still injured. Brilliant. But all in all, I had things going in my direction. So I definitely don't recommend it. But I also wanted to prove that you can have a takeaway, not feel guilty, and still lose weight without having to do something drastic in terms of um, like fast for a full day afterwards or like go on a detox or anything like that. Your body's so smart and so well-developed and well-rounded in terms of how it deals with stuff like this that there's no need. What I would say is if you do struggle with feeling guilty after takeaway, try to see the bigger picture. And if you need help, like you can reach out to me or you can reach out to someone who's a little bit more qualified with um, disordered eating because as most of you know, I still struggle after having competed and, and been doing photo shoots and things like that. And by no means am I ever perfect and never will be because that doesn't exist. So here's my that was my summary of my takeaways. This month's all about running. If anybody does have any ideas for what matches challenge can be, probably something utterly ridiculous again. Um, someone said, make every meal with an air fryer. And like right now, I don't want to eat, let alone eat anything out of an air fryer. But I um, hope you enjoyed this little summary. Um, and hopefully I'll get John on for next week for the next one. Have a wonderful week. Have a great February and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, guys.